What's up, Raging Cajun fans? This is head football coach Billy Nature, and you're listening to the flagship station of Louisiana Raging Cajun Athletics, ESPN 1420. Great Scott! The Great Scott Show. And as they head into the final furlong, all of the other radio station hosts are left in the wake of a keen turn of speed by the Great Scott Show, the champion! With Scott Prather. Steal the show. On ESPN 1420 and ESPN1420.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome in to the Great Scott Show, the Great Sports Callers Open Think Tank. It's Thursday morning. I'm Scott Prather, and it's Thursday, so I am joined by the host of the morning lock-in, Norman Locke. How you feeling, man? I'm feeling good. Really? Yes. You sure? Yes, I am. Hell of a job, and the only thing else I got to say is, how about them Cowboys? Yeah! You did one hell of a job, and the only thing else I got to say is, how about them cowboys? Yeah. 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 <laughs> all, right, all right, sorry, sorry. How about them cowboys? What did you say last week? You're like, man, if we lose to the Browns, I'm I'm a worry. Yeah, and then I I am worried. Okay, <laughs> I am worried. I, I said that. I was like, this is it was going to be a statement game. Um, I know we play uh, the Giants. Like we play a couple of bad teams. Oh yeah, yeah. You got the schedule. The schedule for the the Cowboys and and the team. The one team y'all have a win over. Um, the the team that blew a twenty five point lead in the Super Bowl. Schedule lightens up a lot for them. So, it, do you fool yourself into feeling better, or is it just what the doctor ordered? It's just what the doctor ordered. I mean, um, right now. We we see with the Browns if they was able to get their running game going. Like I, 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 I mean, I was sitting there on Twitter calling like Baker Mayfield isn't gonna beat us, and then um, Jarvis Landry goes out there and throws a touchdown. I was like, bro, you can't make this up. I'm like Baker. I'm like, you know, then it start. You, it's, the game gets tied. I'm like, yeah, Baker Mayfield's not gonna beat us. Boom, reverse the Odell. I'm like, oh my god, yes, this, we are not gonna lose by the hands of Baker Mayfield. But everyone else on the Browns came to to whoop up on the Cowboys. I was like, all right, this is we got we got punching them out. It's just like our intensity with our defensive line and offensive line isn't there anymore. The physicality and it's just is is running through the entire body. Like that's that's just how I see. Like I'm seeing Marcus Spears, the Marcus Lawrence. Everybody's calling out that defensive line. I'm calling out that like if, I might go suit up because if y'all can't move no bodies, I go out there and lay my body on like because. I'm watching Jalen Smith run out of bounds. Like, come on, you're a middle linebacker. You're supposed to be the first person in the car collision. You running out of bounds? Nah, y'all playing soft. If y'all playing soft like Uncle Jerry say, them checks going to get denied. How do you have a team that hadn't won a game yet finally win one in October and they're automatically in first place? Because they have a tie. Because the (laughs) NFC East is really bad. Well, I mean, like, that narrative always happens, and then, like, next week the NFC South goes, like, one and three. And then it's, it's I, I don't care about the NFC. I mean, the, wor- the worse the NFC South is, the better, because that means the path is easier for the Saints. The NFC East is bad, dude. Oh, I, mean, I mean, Washington is bad. The Washington, Giants are awful, yeah. and Philly 
I mean, like I said, it's just Philly is. I call them can't get right. And, but, they'll win, they'll win a few games against a few good teams, but they're not they're not like gonna. I mean, what's their ceiling? Eight wins? Now, do you feel like that because Seven? because of the team, or do you feel like that because of Carson Wentz? That's the question I've been wanting. To ask. Oh, a lot of things. Okay. I mean, Wentz 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 played Wentz played okay the other night, but he did not start out the season great. Um, their O line's atrocious. We both agreed before the season started. If you were like stacking up like running back units, I mean, Philly would be near the bottom of the league. And wide receiver. Yeah. They've got some decent players in the secondary, but I don't know, man. I mean, if, we, we if, uh, the one, two things the I NFC full least. on agree with you. One, I, if the Cowboys are labeled underachievers, Eagles are underachievers also. Yeah. Oh, look, you, you don't have to. Now the, you don't have to convince me that the Eagles are somehow not good, bro. <laughs> the Giants and Washington, though, like the Giants, what's crazy is I've seen a stat since Odell went on that boat trip in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They have only won nine games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> since the boat trip, they're like they've been like one of the worst teams in football. And I'm like, that was four years ago. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> it's pretty crazy, man. I'm like, so okay, yeah, y'all are bad. Danny Dimes is Danny Pennies. And then I don't know what's going on with the quarterback position with the Redskins. I I mean, all positions except probably like the defensive line doesn't have any type of depth. And it's just like, you know, I, I don't know what to say it's about bad. the yeah, like, 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 I thought the Cowboys would be better. Um, How about them Cowboys? Yeah! Yeah, three, four defenses. Game one, I how, smelled the atrocious. How about McCarthy just, just throwing the D.C. under the bus? It's like, bro, you it's trash. You hired him. He hired him. That three, he four. just hired him, Norm. He hired a defensive coordinator when he's an offensive play caller, right? Okay. So he has nothing to do with it. That's a that's an important hire when you don't have control over it. He hired a guy who's the last time he was a DC. You know where the he was he was DC of the Falcons for right. three years. You know where they ranked his last year with the Falcons? Uh, that high. Last. He hired a defensive coordinator who the last time he was a D.C., they were dead last in the league. Year before that, it couldn't have been that bad. They were 27th. And well, he, he came from Seattle? He came from the Saints. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, see, I don't know. Well, no, he's a, he a good linebackers coach. Demario Davis, first team all pro. But as a coordinator, if you look at Mike Nolan's career, as a position coach, he's been fine. As a head coach, a coordinator, he's been awful. Well, so McCarthy said, typical thing, Gonna hire my boys, you know, good old boy club. I know this guy, I know that guy. I'm gonna hire him here, hire him there. He needs a job. Oh, but he had a job. He just wanted a better job where he got paid more money. So he made him a coordinator. They've been absolutely atrocious, and then he just throws them under the bus. It's like, Mike, you're the one that you had the you had the call. They need to be thrown under the bus. That wasn't Jerry Jones that now, said, "Hey, you only, have to hire the only Mike reason Nolan. why. Only reason why. Um, I, I was okay with the hire is just because they was going to switch the entire defense. We was going from a 4-3 to a 3-4. So I'm like, okay, you're going to switch. You're going right. to need time to get your, you know, first year you might not have all the personnel that you want for a total switch of formations. So, yes, I knew we was going to be bad, but this no, bad? No, no, you just gave up 49 to the Browns. This bad? I, I, again, Browns. I said, if you go, you go pull up the tweets. All tweets are there. Game one against the Rams, I'm like, this 3-4 defense is atrocious. I don't like what I see. They're not physical. Um, the linebacking play, you got to have great linebacking play and pass rush if you're going to run a 3-4. Look what the Steelers do. 
the Steelers' defense has been good for Steelers, Ravens, running 3-4 defense, and they've been good for years. It's, that's that's their scheme. They got linebackers, that's for it. They get defensive nose tackles, that's for it. Our defensive nose tackles, Tristan Hill, you saw, he tried to take Chris Carson out with that that alligator roll that hurt his, that sprained his knee. Dead last. He hired a defensive coordinator who, in his last job as D.C., was dead last in the league. And the year before that, they were at bottom five. year before that, they were bottom eight. It's not like he went out and hired someone that's, like, been proven or has had a lot of success as a coordinator. That's what should have worried you. I mean, three, four, four, three, whatever. Okay, you're going to switch things up. I mean, a competent coordinator would be important, don't you think? I think personnel is is bigger than the coordinator, too. I you thought need- they were going to be good. I, I didn't think that. I don't know why you thought. I, I said the defense was going to be you bad. You lost. Lot, you talked about their D-line before the season. And I want you to go and tell our D-line uh, health right now. They can't be good if the players aren't on the, aren't on the, take the field. You know, I mean, so I, I, Randy Gregory, he's going to come back. Uh, this how week. are you not more mad that he hired a coordinator that was in dead last the last time he was a D coordinator? And now, through four games, they look absolutely awful. Because I, I, I see the eye test of why they are horrible. I mean, when was the last time you watched the Cowboys game, a full game? Uh, week Two weeks ago? Yes. They were on national TV? Yes, yeah. And it was against the Falcons? That was, I don't know, two weeks ago? No, that was, yeah, that was against I the didn't, Falcons. I, didn't, I mean, I didn't watch their game on Sunday because it was during the Saints game. Now I was following it pretty closely. Okay, well. Saw plenty of updates. You got a rookie cornerback that's been half the start. So that's that's already a problem in itself. If you go and look at what Christian Felton's doing, he's getting eight up too. Look at all the first round cornerbacks. I mean, I, I think a secondaries of um, defensive backs. The only right now the safety of all the rookies is doing good. Antoine Jr. But all the cornerbacks aren't doing good. So we got a corner that's a rookie that didn't get an off season. Didn't get a training camp. These all just these all just sound like excuses. You asked me why the defense is bad. I'm telling you why the eye test of why the defense is bad. I'm telling you they hired a D coordinator that was in dead last the last time he was a DC. I, I, dead I, last in the league. I don't think I don't think that's the problem. So you don't think the D coordinator is a problem? But you just say he should be thrown under the bus. He should be thrown under the bus by the head coach because I don't think the players are prepared enough. This is just a disaster, man. Man, I don't. This is a disaster. When 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 the scheme when the uh, players fit the scheme, then you get protection on the field. But right now, we without our starting Mike linebacker again. Like I said, in a three-four, your linebacker core is the heart and soul of the defense. And right now, that's the major injuries is on a defensive line, linebacker core can't get any pass rush. Rookie, rookie. Now I like my I like my cornerbacks, uh, Trevon Diggs because he's been in the right place at the right time. He's just been a second late. Now you get that second. When you got some some freaking pass rush, but we can't get a we can't get a pass rush, can't get a turnover. But that's the Cowboys. Now you you scream at coordinator, but the Cowboys have produced maybe four turnovers in the last three seasons. That's before he came. So again, it's so yeah. Don't you want if you make a new hire? Don't you want somebody to improve on where you've been extremely weak, or you want more of the thing that's been awful? So wouldn't the Saints have signed the the? Coordinator that y'all had when you had the most turnovers when y'all won the Super Bowl. Greg Williams, no, that was that was a exactly. long time ago. Exactly, so it, it doesn't. Years ago. I don't think it. He's coordinates. the coordinator of the Jets now, and I don't think it coordinates like that. I don't think you you know coordinators dictate turnovers. I think that's personnel. No, no, coordinators have a lot to do with it. Based on your defense, based on your mentality. I mean, Greg Williams did have a lot to do with the Saints having all those turnovers that year, but then he just 
you know, ran his mouth all the time and ran awful schemes. I mean, yeah, they got a lot of turnovers, but they were 25th in the league. I think it was personnel. Personnel? Yeah, I think it was personnel. Like, the Honey Badger is like, you know, Mr. Turnover. But I wouldn't say he's going to be Mr. Turnover whatever scheme he's been in. I don't think that the Cardinals defensive coordinator is any worse than the the Chiefs. All right, so basically or, what you're saying is you're not you you feel like coaching is totally overblown. I, I on defense in terms of I'll coordinators. Say yes. Well then a, what's the point of even throwing them under the bus if it doesn't really matter all that much? Sometimes you gotta build a fire. And to build a fire you gotta before this well, what's the point if if it's if it's not if it's just personnel and the coaches don't matter as much? Because again, like I say, I don't think they was prepared. Preparation comes from the coaches. It seems so, like you're kind of picking and choosing the things that work and don't work. No, I mean you should just be worried because if, that if you is really if you're bad. upset at a coach, what could you possibly be upset with a coach other than situational football, um, altering the game plan when it needs to be altered during the game, and have your team prepared going into the game? Well, if we watching that Browns tape, how and Zach Martin has moved from center to right tackle because that's how bad our offensive line is. Why isn't whenever Miles Garrett is on whatever side that um, Martin isn't on, why aren't we having a back or a tight end or chipping? You know what I'm saying? On defense, okay, if, like I said, Baker Mayfield wasn't going to beat us, why? We know they was going to come and come run the football, and he ran the football down our throat. Like, I got, I'm like, you, I knew they was going to do it. America knew they was going to do it. Baker Mayfield wasn't going to be The Browns are good at that, too. I mean, you got to give them credit. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. They're going to come in and run the football, run play action to get Baker comfortable. They're going to try to get Odell involved to keep his mouth shut. It's not like they're going to come out and he's going to catch eight passes for 150 yards because Baker not built like that. But, again, the defensive line is soft. The linebacker core is injured. Can't get any, can't get any turnovers. This is a bad defense. But I'm not. I, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't um, put it on the defensive coordinator. Like, and then the offense. But then you said he he should be thrown under the bus. Yeah, but you said the hire. I wouldn't put it on. Oh yeah, the hire was awful. I, I wouldn't put it on the, the hire was really bad. Because I mean, people were saying Mike McCarthy was a bad hire. Uh, yes, me, one of them. Yeah, Absolutely, one hundred percent. Yes, and I, that's why Mike I, McCarthy was a bad hire. Yeah, that's why I disagree. <laughs> I just, I, I Do you so you think right now today you you fully believe it was a good hire over Jason Garrett? No, no, and, no, no, no. That should not be the standard. That is the standard. No, though. the what standard are we should be. It to? The, you should aim a little higher. It's like, well, I used to date like a, a two, but now I'm going to date a three. No, uh, you should be like, I'd, I'd like to date a ten. That should be my goal. And if I settle for an eight five, but you shouldn't be like, well, the last one was a two, so now I'll just settle for a three. So did jo- is Josh McDaniels leaving or anything? Like that's what I'm saying. Like who else? Name me a coaching hire that happened in the offseason that you would have rather for the Cowboys. Any uh, virtually anyone other than Mike McCarthy. And that's my problem because anybody else you would we would be having the same conversation. How do you know? So 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 you're going back to you just don't think coaching's that big of a deal. Making a change. Well, I didn't say that it's not that big a deal. I just say as the you said the result would be the exact same if because, Mike McCarthy was because not the head you coach. the result of our conversation because you wouldn't agree with any other hire. That's what I'm saying. There's no if 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 you're going to not like the coaching hire, who Dude, else would you have replaced? I him mean, with? I, I when the hire happened, you and I mm-hmm. talked, and I said. Mike McCarthy is not a good. You can ask Greg when he was the head coach of the Packers. I would rip on Mike McCarthy. Yeah, but this isn't I, anything new. But like I said, no matter who the Cowboys would have hired, Eric Bieniemy. 
Does he have a job right now with any other any other team? He's doing a pretty good job as the OC. Yeah, but why hasn't he got hired? Then we could get into a deeper conversation because then that's that's the case. But like you're going back to the point that you think Mike McCarthy was a good hire. You don't mind that he I hired do, a guy I do that think finished it was a in last place the last time he was a D coordinator. And your reason is well, he's better than Jason Garrett. But yes, that shouldn't be the standard. I'm sorry, we can't go hire the the, the, the good black coaches that that need to be uh, not just any good hired. coach. No, I mean this is specific because I mean uh, yes, any franchise would want Eric, but it's not like they're giving the guy a a, a head job. So I mean, that's that's just is what it is. When when has somebody lured Josh McDaniels away from the Patriots? The Colts did for a minute, and then and he went back out. So that's I, what I I'm like. I, I wouldn't. I, I so wouldn't be crazy other about than McDaniels Mike McCarthy, either. Mike McCarthy, when you got when we just fired Jason Garrett after everybody gave us grief about Jason Garrett, I didn't like Jason Garrett. I am not a multi-billion-dollar owner of a team that has unlimited resources. Any. Any any coach searching for him, I want no. Literally, I literally have connections across the league. All right, Jerry Jones does. I should not be held to the standard that Jones does. But Jones's issue is, I can do it. I don't need help. I can do. I, it. I don't believe that because uh, Stephen Jones is over operations right now. He runs the draft room. He's cool. he's been making the picks. Yeah, you you don't think his dad has any influence over him? Come on, how I, many daddy? How many daddy jokes do we see on on social media? If all the Jerry time about Jones Steven was still running the organization, Johnny Manziel would have been a cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so now, so now you believe Jerry Jones doesn't have any pull? I didn't say he had any pull. I said you asked the question. I gave your answer. I mean, Stephen Jones is now making the executive decisions. I mean, of course, the billionaire who funds everything is going to have a say-so. But right. like I said, Jerry Jones doesn't have the influence in making the football decisions as he once did. The son has been running the draft rooms for the last four years. The e- doesn't far fall from the tree. Again, and oh, our drafts have been hidden other than Taco Mike Charleston. M- Mike McCarthy. Like I said, a, upgrade. Upgrade over Jason Garrett. Scott Prather hasn't given me a better option that somebody else got hired from. That's that's just the facts. Like, uh, so you so so, so so basically, there's what six new head coaching hires, and if if it has to be one of those six, yeah, there's because, literally hundreds of candidates. And a hundred uh, that's hey, they got hundreds of candidates that never get hired for the perfect job. Correct. Though. That's not that's not our fault. That's not yeah, that's you, not anybody's it's your fault. fault. You hired Mike McCarthy. It's to be continued. Again, this is four games in. No, I no I'll agree with you that. I'll agree with you there. Four but games you, in. But but I, 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 I just don't know upgrade. how, how many know wins how you does Jason Garrett has? I don't know. I don't how know how many you don't feel uncomfortable right Because now. how many wins does Jason again, uh the, this is the baseline. Jason Garrett was the head coach last year. I don't I don't look at things that way. No. I don't say I didn't I didn't I mean look, I don't compare every Saints coach to well, Mike Dicker was pretty awful. So I at don't least know, he wasn't. I that mean bad. that's 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 <laughs> I don't know why you wouldn't. I mean, like I'm looking at it just like how set the standard higher, that's all. Well, we need to hire, you know, the 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 good old boys need to stop hiring their friends in the NFL. But I agree with you. What yes. That That's is not that gonna is stop. That is something we agree on. So th- again, why would I be upset about a hire if that's something that's just rampant in the NFL? The best people for the best jobs don't always get hired, Scott. I just think as somebody that likes the Cowboys, like you do, you should be I mean, how come the Saints never updated upset. their upgraded their cornerbacks coach for like other than Marshawn Landamore and maybe their coach, um, Aaron Glenn? 
I mean, Aaron Glenn I, hadn't been there like for like tw- fifteen years. I'm just saying, like every coach has been horrible. Every quarterback coach? No, no, cornerback. Yeah, cornerback coach. Yeah. You think Aaron Glenn's been awful? If the Saints have ranked in the bottom half of the secondary for the last fifteen years, no, it's actually not true. You think they're past even ranked in, in the, the bottom, bottom half more than in the, okay, in the top? Have half. they been ranked sixteenth or or thirty? They have the, the the previous. That's the bottom half, brother. <laughs> See now you're just you're stretching, man. That's and they the have made changes. Half. They've made they've made changes across the board in that staff, with the exception of OC. You have to hire the good people in the positions. Absolutely, especially especially a coordinator. It's especially a coordinator. Position coaches, especially position coaches. Yeah, they did. They hired a good one. Cowboys hired him away, and he was a good position coach and an awful coordinator. We shall see. That's why I'm okay. I just don't understand how you're not worried about Mike McCarthy. That's all. That's really what this is all about. Because Dak Prescott leads the league in passing oh, yards. See, you see, you, 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 and all the Cowboy fans would all make all these Drew Brees jokes when they were seven and nine or had awful oh, I, defenses. Oh, I feel the same way about him leading the league in. You are like, one oh, three. look at all these yards. What's the big deal? They're not good. They don't have a defense. That's all Dak's doing now. And you are like, oh my God, he's the greatest. I, I, I wouldn't say that. I just six turnovers. I right? stick three picks, three fumbles so far this season for Dak. Yeah, he gives three three picks, three lost fumbles. Three lost, uh, three lost fumbles and three picks. Yeah, and no no starting offensive tackles. Mm-hmm, yeah, so that's why I say I'm okay. Excuses. Dak, it's not excuse. Dak's okay. Dak's gonna get paid. That's why I'm 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 not tripping. I'm I I'm more optimistic about Dak and the future of Dak being the quarterback of the Cowboys than I am with <sighs> how your organization is gonna look. Because I mean, got that win against the Lions, but bruh, pretty ugly. <laughs> What, the Saints win? Yeah, it's pretty ugly. Two and two, man. Take what you can get. A win's a win. Hey. You you guys would take anything you can get right now. I mean, you all one game over us. I mean, it's not not like it's a, you know, what's, whoa. Whoa. Mike McCarthy. Two and two. Mike McCarthy. Two and two over one and three, bro. That's bad. Super Bowl. Both teams have looked pretty bad in snippets this year. Dallas has looked worse than the Saints, though. Our defense. Okay. Yeah. A lot worse. A <laughs> I, lot worse. I, I, de- I don't know about that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think the Browns could put up forty on the same. <laughs> forty nine points on Dallas. I think I do you think the Browns could put up forty on the same? Forty nine forty? No. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. We're gonna see. Cause, cause uh they got a guy coming to town named Patrick Mahomes. I think that's when that fifty burger might get busted open. If we get to December, what about all this COVID stuff, man. They, thinking, they, thinking of speaking of coaching problems, that's a good segue. What should the NFL do to Mike Vrabel? What did the Titans do exactly? We'll tell you what the reports are. And I said it. I think I don't know if I told you, but I said it on the air. I was like, the Titans broke protocol somewhere. I was saying that late last week and early this week when the positive test kept growing each day. And then it was like a few days have gone by, and it's like, okay, now it's up to 18. Okay, now it's 19. I was like, all right, they did, they did something that but they it's weren't like, supposed to I'm, do. But it's like I'm trying to pinpoint what could it be. Well, it, we've, got some, we've got some info on it. Okay, okay, because it's like you got, you got it's gonna, it came from one person, and then it's just. But then it's like once it does, what do you do? 
The NFL claims they're gonna they're gonna drop the hammer on it. I have serious doubts, but we'll discuss next. God pray the Norman Lock ESPN fourteen twenty and dot Thursdays are buy one, get one free boneless wings at Buffalo Wild Wings. These boneless wings are meatier, juicier, and better than ever, and are sure to turn any boneless hater into a boneless believer. So get to your local B-dubs, watch a game, and try their boneless wings. Dine in and carry out, because let's be honest, cooking is hard. Advanced Chemical and Janitorial Supply has been providing quality cleaning products for the Acadiana area for over 40 years. With the current health crisis, they are just as committed to helping our community than ever. They do have stock of alcohol-based sanitizers, disinfectant cleaner, and toilet paper that can be purchased at their store at 101 East 3rd Street in Lafayette. Please go by and see them or give them a call with any questions at 235-1561. That's 235-1561. Does learning a language feel like this? No habla espanol. Hablo. It's hablo? Yes. It's hablo. <laughs> bon dia. Like, good good day, good morning, I think. I can say, je m'appelle David, but that's probably it. When you learn a language, you want to actually use it. Babbel is designed with that goal in mind. This year is my year to get fluent in Spanish, and Babbel is definitely going to help me do that. The app is so easy to use, and it's so practical. It helps you learn things that you will actually need. Since my husband is from Guatemala, I'll apply what I I've learned in Babbel to our real life situations. I've tried other language learning apps and nothing really stuck. Babbel's been a complete game changer for me. Hoy es miércoles y el clima está muy bueno afuera. Estoy con fome. Yo no tomé café de mañana. Je suis des Etats-Unis et du vient tu. Now try Babbel for free. Just go to babbel.com to start learning a new language today. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Get in the zone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? If you're thinking about replacing your headlights, be sure to do it in pairs. That way, you won't have uneven lighting over time. Right now, you can get a $10 AutoZone gift card by mail or email when you buy a Sylvania Silver Star Ultra Twin Pack or two single packs. And with our next-day delivery and free same-day store pickup, you can get it all fast. Getting the job done just got easier. Restrictions and details at AutoZone.com. Get in the zone. AutoZone. One in three adults has prediabetes. One in three. That means it could be you, your football buddy, your football buddy, or you, your best man, your worst man, you, your dog walker, your cat jogger. While one in three adults has prediabetes, with early diagnosis, prediabetes can be reversed. Take the risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. That's doihaveprediabetes.org. Wait, did they just say one in three adults has prediabetes? That's 33.33333% of adults. That means it could be me, my boss, or my boss's boss, or me, my favorite sister, or my other sister. That's seven members of my 21-person romantic book club. <gasps> Wait, the one in three could be me, my karaoke partner Carol, or ugh, my karaoke anime Jeff. I'm going to take the risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. Welcome, everybody, and thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Smokey Cole Bear, filling in for Smokey on his birthday, because after 75 years of... Only you can prevent wildfires. Turns out there's much more to say. Just look at the news. Nearly 90% of wildfires are caused by us humans being careless. And I'm not just talking about obvious things like campfires or letting your totally sweet nephew, Francis, play with matches. I'm talking about dumping your used barbecue coals willy-nilly or... Parking your car on tall, dry grass, that can lead to poof. Guess the song was wrong. We did start the fire. But listen, being a South Carolinian, I respect Mother Nature and her trees, whether coniferous, deciduous, or new car scented. So if you love the outdoors like me, 
Go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention, because fire safety is always in season. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. What's up, Raging Cajun fans? This is head football coach Billy Nature, and you're listening to the flagship Louisiana Raging Cajun Athletics, ESPN 1420. Tap that app, the ESPN 1420 app, available for download in the App Store and Google Play. Download and tap away. He says Saints, Pelicans, Cajuns, and Tigers as much as Danny Glover says. It's Scott Prather on The Great Scott Show on ESPN 1420 and ESPN1420.com. Welcome back into the great Scott show. The great sports callers, open think tank, Scott Prather, Norman Locke, host of the morning lock-in. You can tweet the show at ESPN1420. All right. The Tennessee Titans, whose game last week got uh, postponed, and then the NFL had to alter a number of other teams' bye weeks. Ultimately, four teams were impacted because the Titans had a bit of an outbreak uh, and they were told, okay, you need to work out virtually, which I guess you hold meetings and you tell the players to stay in shape. Yeah, yeah I suppose you could have team meetings, but it's a little more difficult, well, right? They, they Zoom, uh, weight lift Zoom. Weight lift, weight lift Zoom. Weight lift Zoom. Rip it and rip it, <laughs> fellas. Come on. Uh, but essentially, look, they were given specific orders, league mandated, don't go to the facility and work out. And don't have in-person meetings, in-person workouts, or in-person activities here at the facility or anywhere else because we've had double-digit number of players and staff test positive. You probably shouldn't be hanging around each other until this thing has run its course. So it's not just like – it's not like they're telling them, hey, guys, go home but don't even look at your neighbor or don't even even do – they're just saying don't hang out with each other because specifically we have had an outbreak within this organization. Well, per Paul Kahersky, a Titans beat writer, uh, players on the Tennessee Titans gathered for a group workout last week at a Nashville private school. Ryan Tannehill was among the players present at the workout. Students at Nashville area Montgomery Bell Academy Man, I'm probably notice like I'm not hey, telling people I go to that school. That school's name too long. Hey, what? <laughs> <Not telling laughs> no, I think I think it's just called Montgomery Bell Academy. But okay. the story is just pointing out that it's uh, basically what they're saying is it's a suburb in Nashville. Okay. Um. So they, so at Montgomery Bell Academy, students are looking out the window like, hey, that's Ryan Tannehill. It's like Ryan Tannehill. They look like Derrick Henry. <laughs> Those are some big guys. Now we, I don't know if Henry was there. It'd yeah, be impossible just, not to notice. That's some what I'm dude. saying. He's like you just some you go see. Like man, the guys. only the only player listed as having been there for sure was Tannehill. But he said a group of players, and um, now the NFL and the NFLPA is looking into it. Roger Saffold, an offensive lineman for Tennessee, decided to take to social media. He was quote tweeting Paul Kahersky, the beat writer, story. It says Titans broke protocol, gathered for a workout last week. This is when it's like, guys, 
Don't ask, don't tell. No. We're, this is the coach's job to handle it. We don't have to be at the facility, this, this is why we so we don't PR. have to talk to anybody. Exactly. exactly. Damage control, right? Because at this point, it's not looking good. He says, quote tweets him, says, guys just don't work out for fun. This is for their livelihood, their family, their opportunity. Say what you want, but I'm standing up for my team always. Okay. Roger, just even if you believe it, and clearly you do. Yeah, clearly you were there. Don't. Don't don't do that. Don't don't just basically out it all. But at this point, so they gathered last week, and as the numbers continue to grow a little bit each day, because you look, you see with the the Patriots, you had Cam Newton, you had Stephon Gilmore, not good, right? Um, but another round of testing so far, no positives. Another round, but they're not meeting anywhere. They're all they're all this week, you know, virtually away from the facility, all that. Once it happens with an organization, just. Stay the heck away. Like, yeah, figure it out, especially when it's a large number. Man. As of Sunday morning, the Titans had 18 positive COVID-19 tests between players and team personnel. The number increased to 20 yesterday. And see, and you know, what's wild is you gotta you it's like you can you could test negative so many days, you're still missing 10 days. And that's again, that's making the NFL season hard on so many people's lives because the scheduler probably piss you know like i said i was working production i'm pissed like the production people operations uh team they're pissed you got you know little guys like the graphics coordinator he probably upset like man i put the dates on like 50 graphics and now i gotta change all the dates and change all the teams it's just like and then and then think about like vegas think about like you put you know you might have was like man you know i'm betting on steelers Steelers gonna beat the hell out of tennessee i'm putting all this and then now it's postponed. Now the Titans players missing. Like, you know, it's, man, I would put. Could the NFL force them to forfeit? They They're put that the in, bills. The, in, the, in the sanction. They issued um, more stringent COVID-19 protocols uh, Tuesday. So teams must keep all surveillance video for 30 days. So Roger Goodell can't burn the Spygate tape. Or he can. He'll do whatever <laughs> Saints he can't burn evidence of the bounties. Burn what? Vicodin drawer? Everybody knows that thing was... Must be 10 feet apart to eat in the cafeteria. Okay. Teams must have a minimum of five buses of travel. That's a lot. That's a lot. Up from two. Mask regulations strengthened. Five buses, bro? Five. Um, New stuff on masks. All tier except players must wear masks on game day. Gators masks with vents not permitted at team facilities. One exception, coaches can wear gators on game day. More stuff. Maximum of five players a week in for tryouts. If three guys go on a reserve list in a week, team gets two more. Teams required to schedule to minimize locker room time. Position groups required to spread out on the locker room. Uh, this, this, this season... Is gonna have the biggest asterisk. This I'll put more of an asterisk on this season than the bubble, than the NBA bubble. I, I maybe. You're, I'm not gonna say I'm not. I'm I'm already putting it that just because we already a game's been canceled already. Like that that well, kills a moved. team. It hadn't been canceled. I'm sorry, postponed. Yeah, let me, let me use the right verb. It, I, I want to see what this looks like in December before. How how many teams just like really. It's okay, like, okay, that out. game against the Patriots versus the Chiefs. You think the Patriots win that game if Cam plays? No. No. I don't. 
Not at all. I feel like the I, Chiefs are 100% a team that plays down to their competition. Like, they barely beat the Chargers with, with Justin Herbert. I mean, you could say what you want, but they, they it wasn't just a 14-point win. They looked really good against Baltimore. They look now, really, you're, now you're playing all week. You're preparing to face Cam Newton, and suddenly it's like, oh, Nope, never mind. You might not play, but if you do, it's going to be Jarrett or excuse me, Brian Hoyer. Hoyer. Like they're a team, and, and you saw it, they kind of just you know messed around for a while, and then they turned it on. I think they are a team that one hundred percent based on their opponent. Now they can get away with it, or they have gotten away with it because they're good. But just watching their four games, I'm like this. This is a team that just knows they're good enough to kind of mess around. Now, it might bite them in the playoffs or it might bite them one week when they're playing a team that they don't take serious, but I think they'd still be 4-0. Yeah, but, okay, well, would you say that Cam Newton for sure would have... Would he have been better than Brian Hoyer? Absolutely. All right. So, 100%. So, you know, and that's that's the impact that I see on the season that, that COVID's going to have. Then next next week, you possibly don't have Cam Newton and Stephon Gilmore. You know, uh it affects an entire team season. You know, like I picked the Patriots to to make it to the playoffs, but they go on a two to three game skid, missing their starting quarterback and cornerback and reigning defensive. They'll be all right. They get to play the Broncos Sunday. You think they're going to lose? They're playing Denver. I don't know. Denver won with throwing three interceptions. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> who, who, they played the Jets. Oh, yeah. The, the, the Pats, they got the Jets on Monday Night Football. They got the Jets two more times this year. They're gonna, they're gonna be they're gonna be all right, man. I just think for me, it's like if a team it's gonna have to take it hitting the Saints for you to feel differently, Scott. That's why I'm trying to if before a, I get if, there. A, if a team can't like field an entire position group, or if a game just doesn't get played altogether, and now you've just got like. It ha- it has to get a lot worse than it is right now, which it might. I'm, I'm just, not. I'm it, not. I'm not. I'm not ready to say no matter what this season is just an asterisk. I'm gonna. We're gonna wait and see. And you're gonna. If the Cowboys turn it around, you're gonna change your tune, and you know it. But man, it'll be nah because even if the Cowboys change it around at the end of the season, everybody else will have, have an asterisk. So I was just like, the <laughs> there won't be. There won't be an asterisk. But will there be a a Mental asterisks, like every time we look, like anytime I see the Rams, I put an asterisk next to their name. Will there be one that like everyone just puts on the season? I think it depends on just how bad it gets right now. Because once it once it affects the quarterback position, like you know, if Tannehill was one of those ten players that got it, then that's two quarterbacks. And then I mean, nobody cares about Ryan Tannehill, but he hadn't got it yet either. Yeah, and then um, well, how long too? Like it just. If if a guy if a if a key player misses a game, or an entire locker room of one position misses two or three, it just you know what I mean. Like I can't. I'm not just going to make a blank statement across the board of well because because Cam Newton missed a game and this other guy missed one or they had to they had to move a game around the whole season as an asterisk. Yeah, well, I'm projecting to to it happening. Now you 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 might be right. You yeah, might be right. It's a, I mean, that's, it could, that's, that's, that's I'm not going to sit here and just suggest forced. that it couldn't. I mean, the the first three weeks were kind of nice, and then it was just a reminder of yeah, look, the NFL they don't they don't they they don't get the control. You know, and thing. and what I'm terrified is of when bye weeks start to happen when the guys are back at home. You know, 
Um, I don't know if you saw what happened with Jamal Jamal Adams. Did you see his Photoshop? Uh-uh. Oh, yeah, I did see that. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like, you know, once they that. get back home. There was get... a blunt and then there wasn't. <laughs> Same picture five minutes later. And it was like he was posing, you know. It was like with his back to the camera, like, like... <laughs> watch, what, is he watching a game or something? With He's his like, helmet on. Film study. It's like the most, like, Pose stage thing ever deleted it five minutes later same picture but it's like where's Waldo it's like there's one thing missing oh a tiny little thing you could see that he didn't realize was so you got an ashtray that you you watching a game with an ashtray for what <laughs> medicinal it's legal in Seattle I think yeah you're studying there yeah. Jamal yeah you're you're relaxing bro that's what you're doing and you know if if the guys come over and the, you know that's why I, I just I think it gets sticky. There's we we knew going in this season was going to be wild, right? I, you know, again, that's why I say notable players: Stephon Gilmore, Cam Newton. That's two notable guys. If it hits, God forbid, it hits Tom Brady, or if it hits, I don't think My, it's going to hit Tom Brady. Now Brady would just just call his what's his guy, the TB12 guy. What's his, his name? He's cured. Hernandez would ever be like, yeah. Just drink a whole lot of water and wear this copper mink sweater, and you'll be great. You won't age at all. COVID can't hurt you. We're going to put you in a copper suit, dip in alkaline water. What's that dude's name? You're going to do 50 yoga poses in the warm alkaline water, and you're going to be okay. TB12 method. The TB12. And man. you're going to eat vegan miracle burgers. Right, right. You're going to eat Alex Guerrero. That's it. Like, oh, we, we won't get COVID in Tim, but we got Alex Guerrero. Yeah. Oh, this alternative medicine will work great. Yes. We're going to get, we got spearmint leaves and we rub it on your knees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, and then just uh, just down it with uh, with some chaser that you can buy at the gas station to help avoid a hangover. <laughs> All those things mixed together. TB12, 42, 42. <laughs> Wear that copper mink sweater to bed <laughs> and sleep on this pillow. Brett Favre really had people 65 old believe in the copper socks. Was going to have them throwing for 300 yards. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, really, it's all about what the mind will believe, right? 42 after the hour. That's Norman Locke. I'm Scott Prather. Like ESPN those, those balance bands. Uh, we're we're going to get into the Cajuns schedule shuffle quite a bit in a little while. Number of things happening, but to wrap up this conversation, um, there are reports out there of the NFL uh, punishing the Titans for breaking protocol, and it, 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 this uh, fourth the, round pick they ain't taking a first. Like this, this is the kind of thing that can jeopardize the season when you. And the NFL is dumb for not giving themselves a an extra week before the playoffs starts. Like, just build that into it. But they were arrogant enough to think that they'd be I would have put it right with a trade deadline. I would have gave the, every, the entire league have a, a week double off. buy and just double have it buy. in there to, to work it out. Yeah. Like, um, come on, y'all. But uh, uh, either you're off or you're playing. It's on y'all. What, so, what is it? Four, 14? What? So, four, just. Four, I'm sorry, 14. I'm sorry, excuse me. Fourth round pick is what you're saying? Yeah, I'm That's saying for yeah, I I don't see him going it third as at the absolute highest. They they extremely upset, you know, they take your car keys it's like your parents is just total meltdown. Third round pick. Is they will not take a first or a second from the Titans. They, they like, won't do it. I I just what are you going to do to the head coach? What are you going to do to the players that broke protocol? What are you going to do across all this? The rest of the league will be watching. 
Do you fun. buy that if it was and, and don't I want you to be serious here. Do you buy that based on the team that that commits an infraction in the NFL would be more difficult on him? One hundred percent. Roger Goodell has people that he just doesn't like. One hundred percent. He's okay. All right. Like, well, that's one thing we won't argue like on. If it good. was if it was Boston, oh, he bringing the hammer down. What he, if it was the Saints? Be honest. He does not like Sean Payton. He doesn't like Sean Payton, but I I don't feel like he hates the organization. He don't he don't hate he would he would he would probably find Sean Payton like half a mil. Oh shoot. Maybe maybe more. I mean That's he would said, like half a he mil. Would, like, he would he would rock him. He uh, don't like Sean Payton, but I don't think this I don't think he has a beef for ownership. Because they because they basically told everyone, hey, these lawsuits, y'all need to get rid of them. As those things started to go through the Supreme Court, like, okay, we don't want to open the door to everything else. So there's probably part of them that's like, okay, we owe you there. You know, but he, he definitely got some smoke with Sean. So, and Sean has plenty <laughs> with him. <laughs> he, dude, everyone talks about, oh, he finds Sean and suspended him for the year. Yeah, suspended him for the year. $7 million. That's what he took from him. So we can talk about all the stuff the fans went through and all that. $7 million. It's that's... That's no one says he finds Sean that, but essentially that's what he did. He'll do it to he'd, Jerry. He'd just suspend him. What, Jerry Jones? Oh, yeah. He, I think he'll take Jerry out. To help you. How much? He would have to find him a billion to just put Oh, yeah. Jerry will laugh that. at Jerry'd him. Jerry'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll, I'll write Jerry you. Like, <laughs> I, wipe, I wipe my butt with that. That ain't nothing. Tax write off. Titans added uh, Corey Davis to the uh, reserve COVID 19 list From yesterday. Fantasy teams just... Adam Humphreys is on it. Jeffrey Simmons, Daquan Jones, Christian Fulton, Kamali Correa, Bo Brinkley, Isaiah Wilson. Uh, they have three practice squad players that are all on it. I, I don't I don't see how Tennessee's gonna play this week, man. Just don't just don't now they're gonna do is supposed to play the Bills. Does the NFL force them to to forfeit? Did the uh, did the undefeated Bills get a free win this week? Yes, yeah, so that's what it's looking like. Uh bye. Dude, if they if they they forced the team to forfeit, that's that's a little dangerous. Because like the NFLPA, I think, is going to fight whatever they can fight. That's what I'm saying. I don't like, think— So if you forfeit, you're opening the—like, the, the like, if another team has an outbreak and it's determined that one guy did one thing a, that he shouldn't have— or From if, a personnel, not a not a team member. Yeah, who knows? Like, like it just—yeah. If you if you open the the door, like, a team, the would, a team would have to, like—and look, what the Titans did was stupid, and they should be— they should be penalized. Like you don't, you're told not to go do it, anything in person, and you did it. You all those players should be fine. The team should be punished harshly. But once you open the door to, to forcing a team to forfeit a game, it's like it's a whole other ball game That's moving a whole, forward again. Because you can't pinpoint the culprit, and like like you said, like what if he got it traveling on the, using the bathroom coming at the airport? Let's say another team decides to do what Tennessee did. Like in a few weeks, they decide oh, they're no, not going to listen. They're going to go practice somewhere all on their own. I, forfeit? Yeah. No, see, that's the thing. I don't think. Like, forfeit, what's the line? Yeah, the, that's it. The line, I'm going to say a first round pick because I'm going to threaten you. I'm going to threaten you. But I think forfeit is just too much because then, you know, there's another thing with forfeiting the game NFL loses money. Yeah. And the players, do they get their game check for that game? What about all the players that didn't do anything yeah, wrong? Yeah, see, I can't. I can't you, you, you see, the NFLPA comes back. What you have to do is identify specifically what players did it, mm-hmm. and you find the bleep out of those players. Yep. And I'm, 
I'm, I think the NFL, goes, got a the NFL goes completely overboard with, with fines for players on dumb stuff. This is a scenario where you find them so bad where every player in the league's like, because I think CD Lamb got sorry, like a fifteen thousand dollar fine for a block in the back. Right, right. Like so if, <laughs> if you if you find them six figures or or a or high percentage based on each salary of said player, because yeah. like you could find a practice squad, you what you find Tannehill, and that practice squad player is going to be in debt instantly. Yeah, whereas yeah. Tan, you know what I'm saying, maybe a high percentage of your salary for a you know a month or something like that, and then I think players around the league are like. Bro, I love you, but uh, we're not supposed to go work out. I'm not going to. I'm, I'm not Montgomery. going to. I'm not going to, to, to National Area Montgomery Bell Elementary School. The third to go run plays with you, man. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. This this money's is not worth it. No. Taylor Safford would say, "Yeah, but this is our livelihood. We'll show them that the best way to protect their livelihood." Is to not get fined. No, I I, I don't want to miss two weeks of playing football. It's at least ten days. So if you play on a Thursday, hey, if you if if you're a Titans team and you only play 15 games, that's one less game check too. <laughs> ESPN 1420.com. Scott Prath, the Norman Locke, the uh, Raging Cajun football shuffle. It's not a dance. What's happening? Um, all right, we got a call. You want to take a quick call? Let's take it. I think they want to. I think they want to. Want to chime in? They might have something to say to you. I'm not sure. Let's take a quick call before we go to the break. Go ahead. The Browns? <laughs> the Browns? Hey, man. Say, man. The Lions. How about them Cowboys? Yeah! <laughs> dude, you, you really like, dude. He can't talk. <laughs> too excited. He's too excited. He's too excited. He couldn't wait to tell Norm. Norm, one, two, one. The Philadelphia Eagles are leading the division. Carson Wentz, okay. the biggest poo-poo overrated quarterback in the last 10 years, and a bunch of hopping players and a bag of Skittles is number one in your division. Dude, how does that feel? I mean, uh, that they got a tie. It kind of sucks that they got a tie. Like I'm kind of that, that kind of ticks me off the most is is that they got the tie. You supposed, you're supposed to be telling me that it's gonna be okay. Cowboys, dude, that team. Oh, he, he, said, he said that earlier. Plenty. I oh. tried. I tried to get him, but I he said, said it plenty earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the he's defense, happy about. He's happy about Mike McCarthy. Yeah. The de- long as I don't wake up and my my quarterback has a you know. A positive test. (laughs) Tommy John's arm, you know, and no no one receiver power. I'm okay because the Saints right now, that defense is bad, and Drew is echoing Jot, echoing Clyde. I don't know, bro. I'm okay. Jekyll and Hyde. (laughs) Did you say Heckle and Jod? That was good. That was funny. I'm sorry. I just... (laughs) <laughs> uh, have you seen? Have you seen the Cowboys defense? Yeah, this is this is a step Dak worse Prescott's than. Dak Prescott's having to throw 742 yards a game to have a shot. We looking like the 2011 Saints. You mean the team that went 13 and three? I'm sorry, 2012. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> yeah, ain't looking like that 2011 team, like bro. That team was awesome. The 2000, the 2012. Yeah. Looking like a team that you know the league. 
took their coach away, their draft picks. It was a rough year, no doubt. Hey, man, criminals have to pay the crime. And that and that and that and that, and that, and that sentence was Steve Spagnola. Oof, boy, that's that's torture right there. Hey, we look like the 2012 to 16 Saints. What one last question though? But score two. Number one, if 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 teams gotta pay for their crimes, how come the Cowboys who are like 95 percent more on cocaine to hookers, the 90s didn't get anything for them? Well, that's all. That's off the field crimes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Some no. of them did. Nate, Nate Newton went to jail hey, when he was got, riding around St. Martinville with a van full of cocaine or we, whatever. You know, it was. we we changed our culture. We don't we don't allow criminals in our locker room anymore. We had a, we had a culture change. Yeah, that and, then the, the and then the winning stopped, which is really crazy. <laughs> <laughs> we had a culture change. Oh man, we had a culture change. How'd you beat good? I was about to say, man, the last time y'all were good. People were looking for Jean Benet Ramsey. They could, like, oh, you need to like, you need to like get some cocaine in the locker room. What you was doing? I mean, in, you remember exactly where you was at in two thousand nine? My my vision, you know, my memory's kind of blurry. That was a long time ago. I mean, I get it. I mean, I don't remember the last time I owned a VHS. I mean, I don't remember the last time I watched uh, commercials for Time Life magazine. I remember where I, I was every Sunday at oh nine. <laughs> I remember where it was every Sunday. You should, too. The Cowboys were actually good that year. I, I they actually won a playoff game that year, something they don't do often. I don't remember what happened. In the, it's one of the few good seasons they've had in your life as an adult. You should remember that. You know how many kids was born in between 2009? They got, like, man. Once they, I started having kids, I started forgetting everything. I tell people, <laughs> you ask me all, like, sports questions or, like, movie questions, anything pre-2015, I got it. Anything the last five years, I'm like, ah. Fuzzy. I got to remember birthdays let me, let now. Me, let me Google that. Sorry. <laughs> the only driver Scott Gordon in his life is his son, Calvin. Yeah, but anyway, man. Appreciate it. Uh, my my you know my memory's getting a little <laughs> fady. You start having kids, man. It's all it just it's all like when was that? Was that like okay, all right, man. This whole. Dude. You saying that this whole year feel like three years in one? Like dude. you know, this that's the thing, dude. And and I asked Makai Gardner of the Cajuns that I was like, I, he was on the show Wednesday. I'm like, you guys have played three games. Doesn't it feel like, like feel like, like it's been forever? It's been like so stressful. Don't you feel like you're like eight games into a season? And then it was like, okay, well, they didn't want to go 21 days between days, so. App State, who, by the way, had just had another game rescheduled, which opened the door for the Cajuns to have the third reschedule of the week when App State, the team they initially said, we can't play this week because of COVID, had to move another game the next week that they had against Georgia. Are you still with me? I know it's a lot. We'll explain it all when we come back right after this. It's ESPN 1420.com. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. Hello, everybody. Welcome in to the 8 a.m. hour of the great Scott show, the great sports callers open think tank. Mark, Mark, Mark Pope just popped in the studio, <laughs> wiggling around like he does. He like walks everywhere. Just like, yeah, it is a wiggle. He's got, you know, yeah, he's like, he's, his shoulders are kind of down. He's like, he's like always had like five or six cups of coffee. At least that's what it seems like, you know, just burst in. He's like, y'all having too much fun, huh? <laughs> it's like well, it's always fun with Storm and Norman. I'm like, 
I think I've heard him call you that before. Is is that just something he says and no, no one else? Uh, that has is that been, an old nickname? Yeah, that has been like every person that's older than me has walked up to me. It's like, oh, your name's Norman Stormin Norman. I don't know what's the origin of um, every older every older person. Every like, older person doesn't like, matter. Like doesn't, their demographic just doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> Stormin Norman and or Norman Hand. Oh, well, that's rest R.I.P. Yeah, but that, the big that, was, wiggle. that was the one, two, go-to for me, my name being Norman. Norman Hand. And then uh, Norman Bates, the crazy people. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the three. Psycho. That's, yeah, that's the three go-to. Oh, your name's Norman? I hope you're not Norman Bates. <laughs> like At what point? <laughs> and imagine me being like that's seven Norman. or eight. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Movies from like the 50s old Alfred Hitchcock film. So I'm oh, like, yeah, haha, Norman Bates. Yeah, yeah. it's like, well, who's Norman Bates? Like, oh, it's just a serial killer kills his mom. Yeah, I, don't, I didn't see that movie. <laughs> oh, who's 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 uh, Stormin' Norman? I don't, I don't know. ESPN fourteen twenty and Who's Norman that is, Hand? That is Norman Locke, host of the Morning Lock In. Well, I've always just called. Yeah. Like, I might refer to you as Norman Locke when I'm calling you by your your full birth name that your wonderful mother gave you. But if it's just like us talking, it's like Norm. It's Norman, not yeah, like it's... Norman or Stormin' Norman, but. See, now, it has been rare. I haven't ran into that many Normans. I probably probably ran into all right five Normans in so my life. So famous people with Norman. Well, Norman Rockwell's and who called you that? Norman Powell. Norman Powell. Yeah, I mean, in the list of popular, how many, how many people listening know who Norman Powell is? I wonder. I do because I follow sports. Yeah, yeah. But it's not like it's he's not like, like an A lister. No, no. Yeah, yeah. He's a basketball player. Um. Norman Reedus, how's that guy? Fifty-one. I don't know who that is. Norman Reedus is an actor. He's I. I don't watch The Walking Dead anymore, but he's oh, been on that for a while. He's okay. uh, the yeah, Boondock yeah. Saints. Yeah, 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 yeah. How's that dude? Fifty-one. I don't know how he's fifty. Well, you know he's fifty-one. That's nuts. That I didn't know Snoop Dogg was fifty-one either. Dude, I, yeah, I, I figured. I figured. Uh, I, no, he looks fifty-one. I figured I he was older than that. <laughs> yeah, yeah I thought that. Calvin. Calvin is. <laughs> he's he's just like he's been around for so long. Norman Reedus is that's this is the thing. Last it was the Padre thing that blew our mind last week. The that was the fact that, that Norman Reedus is fifty one. Uh Norman Freeman apparently is a twenty six year old Facebook star, whatever that means. Whoever no that is. <laughs> First name Norman. Norman Reedus, fifty one is famous. Uh, Norman Cook is a DJ. He's, um, he's not Norman Locke. I don't know no, no, no. Take his name off that list. Uh, there's apparently a YouTube star named Norman Caruso who's 33. Never heard of him. He ain't Alex Caruso. Get him Nor- off the list. Norman Towns is a uh, TV actor who's 34. He's not Carl Anthony Towns. Get him off the list. Yeah, I mean, there's. You're right. There's not. I'm so top three Norman. Number one. I'm top three Norman. <laughs> first of all, Norman Rockwell is like. I know he's a painter that died like in the 70s, but he's still. I just know from my dad, like he at his office, he just loved Norman Rockwell. People still, people that are friends of my dad will still bring up Norman Rockwell all the time. Okay. So it's a very, for me, he's like the first one that comes to my mind is like most famous Norman ever. But on this list, Norman Reedus is number one. And then like the next two are like these Facebook or YouTube stars that I've Top never heard of. Norm. Look at this. Look, 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 what these, look what these cats look like. Look at these like YouTube and Facebook stars. Top three Norm. Never heard of Norman Tavo. The mm. fact that Norman Powell is number six on most famous <laughs> Normans. I'm top now he three. shouldn't be listed ahead of Norman Rockwell. But. I'm top three. See, I, it's, I, I love when you come on and we just end up somewhere we totally didn't expect because Mark Always. Pope 
eight co- eight cups of coffee in, just <laughs> breaks in and and thinks he's clever because he came up with a Storm and Norman nickname. It's like, bro, old people have called me that my whole life. Man. Whole life. All right, ESPN fourteen twenty and dot com two six nine ten seventy seven. Phone lines are open two six nine one zero seven seven. Let's head to the phone lines now. Good morning, Norman Mailer. I don't know if you're familiar with him. Norman Mailer. I'm not. Mm-hmm. Who's he? The writer. The writer from the fifties uh, and the sixties. Okay. Well, yeah. He's not in the top three of the Normans. He's an American novelist. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I can't even think any Norman. I guess Norm from Cheers. But I can't. I can't even think any. Uh, Whoa. All right. So Norman. you just dropped the name Norman Mailer. And and when you Google it, one of the first questions, I always like love the first questions that come up. It says, "Was Norman Mailer married to Marilyn Monroe?" It's like, oh, oh, okay, hey, hey, he might, he might, he might get in that. Let top me three let spot. me find out. Oh, he nope, might. he wasn't. No, even though even though that's a question, it just says that's Marilyn no. Monroe was never married to Norman Mailer. She was married to James Daughtry or Doherty from 1942 to 1946. Well, okay, also Arthur Miller, yeah, the, uh, writer. Well, playwright. Well, anyway, yeah. y'all have a good one. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, he almost got in that top. He almost he almost got to number two. He must have he must have had something with her. Whoa. I mean, <laughs> if he's if he's in there, right, let me let me let me Google. <laughs> I don't know why we're doing this because it's fun. All right, Norman Mailer, Marilyn Monroe. Let's see. Like what? Why do they have a connection? Oh, okay. He wrote he wrote her autobiography. Oh, okay, okay. So he oh all right. So I wonder if he got the you know cool hey, hey, with hey. I mean, it's a, he, a large format book of glamour photographs of Monroe for which Mailer supplied the text. So, oh, so he, he, wrote to the pictures. He, he looked at those pictures back in the early bro. 70s a lot. I got you, bro. And she, she <laughs> I mean, this, she, I got you, bro. She was, uh, she's quite the looker, old Marilyn Monroe. All right, dear Norman. <laughs> um, Mailer, here's more weird stuff. In a 60 Minutes interview broadcast on July 3rd, 1973, Mailer asked his uh, interviewee, Mike Wallace, if he gave his thesis about Monroe's murder any credence. Wallace said he did not. Mailer admitted to Wallace that he wrote the book for money and that the Kennedy murder scenario made the book more soluble. All right, never mind. Now it's no yeah. more fun. I yeah, just, I, just yeah, I don't know what's going on. Really. It all started with Mark Pope, <laughs> and somehow it ended up with Mar- Marilyn Monroe and murder. Uh, with uh, Storm and Norman sprinkled in the middle. ESPN fourteen twenty and dot Top three. Top three Norman. Top three. Top three Norman. Top three A, Norman Locke. And like Norman Locke and Norman Rockwell. The last name is it works. If it don't have an E R key, let it go. Like Reed is I it's not bad, but like if his if his last name was different, he probably would be like an A lister. Instead of like, okay, you know, good actor, like has a good following, is on this popular show, but like, you know, you can go to a Comic-Con thing and make some money, but you could be an A-lister if your last name was like Norman, Norman Locke. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Top, I mean, you know, today is the start of my reign of letting people know that I'm a top three Norman in the country. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> ESPN1420 and .com. Let's go back to the phone lines. Welcome into the show. Hello. Good morning, gentlemen. What's up? Well, you guys are talking about Norman. Um, now, this guy, his first name wasn't Norman, but he was known as a Norman, and that's General Norman Schwarzkopf. 
Uh, General Norman Schwarzkopf. So what kind of name you got to have to be nicknamed Norman? I mean, an army general. That was his middle name. Oh, it was his middle name, okay. But he went by that, right? His first name was right. like Herbert or something, right? Yeah, his first name was Herbert, right. Yeah, and down here they just called him A-Bear Norm. But, uh, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a you know, famous... A-Bear Norm? Or, no, so it, no, no, no. Oh, I'm, 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 I, made, I made a Cajun joke. I was about to say. A Cajun joke. Schwarzkopf, yeah, he grew, he grew up in the U.S., later in Iran, and... Uh, one of the commanding generals in the USR. May he rest in peace. And absolutely. All right, thanks. Thank you, gentlemen. All right. Now that's the that's taking the last name to a whole nother level. I mean Schwarzkopf. I mean, you're you're if you're gonna be a norm, either be like the perfect last name with like a lock or a rockwell, mm-hmm. or just just go just go hard. No, yeah, go Schwarzkopf. Schwarzkopf. Redis, yeah, he might be the most famous norm according to Google, or for most famous Norman, but you know, the Redis part just yeah. I can't believe that dude's fifty-one. <laughs> I mean, he looks exactly the same as he did like ten years ago, twenty when, years ago. The Walking Dead. I was just man. I told my friends it has to end. That was like, like, I, dude. I watched it for years, and then when spoiler alert, the main dude was just like every man gone on the gone on the show, like the main, like the top. They I was like, the show. I'm. I'm done. Yeah. I really, I don't need these five spinoffs. I don't have like we we're talking about kids. Like I don't have the time anymore mm-hmm. to if I've got a limited amount of time to watch a few shows. I'm not gonna. It, I think it was one of the like I used to have this habit of like, man, I'm stuck out this show. It used to be good. Now it's bad. There's probably one season left. Ah, I'm just gonna finish it off. Like I've put it. It almost felt like I worked on this project and I got to. It's a dumb way to look at it. No, no. And, and not, then at some not. point it was just like, now I'm like, I don't have this. I'm like, what? I don't know. You're. I'm not getting anything out of this relationship. And that's how I felt. What about am I doing with the this? Walking Dead? Because it's yeah. like once they once they got Rick off, that's it. I was I was like, like, what, what are we doing? I'm like, I'm like, what are we doing? Killed the wife. You killed the son. You killed the daughter. You killed <laughs> like who is left? What are we? What is this? It's just a whole about? new. It's a the the only like when I left the only person who was like in like the first episode or first two. It's the motorcycle guy. It will the Norman Reedus, but yeah. I don't even know if he's still on the show anymore. I guess he is. I, yeah, I haven't yeah, watched him in a few in. years. And then um, what was her name? Carol, yeah. who wasn't even a featured cast member. Now I like she was a casting director, and they couldn't cast the part. They're like, well, you can be the the abused spouse. And then she did such a good job that they basically just created this whole arc for us. That's cool that she's been able to work all this time. Not cool enough for me to keep watching the show. <laughs> At all. And I'm like, bro. Uh, you think Terrence Broadway still watches it? Because when Terrence was the quarterback of UL, I, I, got, I got some good interviews out of him because Terrence could be low-key with the media. And I would get him like laughing and talking about his son, TJ. And, one, and, and I think... After I interviewed him a number of times, he knew I wasn't, I didn't have any like malcontent or anything. But I would ask him about The Walking Dead and we'd start talking about like, you know, look, you know, your wife's great athlete, you're a great athlete. Like you guys, first of all, from a, a, a cardiovascular standpoint, y'all be able to run from yeah, the walkers. Yeah. So I was yes, like, yes. so could TJ kind of become like Carl or as Rick calls him, <laughs> Carl? Like, and he would laugh and then we'd start yucking it up. And then I ask him like a football question. I kind of want to reach out and be like, Terrence, do you still you still watch it? He probably doesn't because it needs to end. That's why I'm like, okay, he's, everybody's he's, gone. There's only two endings left. Either everybody dies. Well, how, so how, wait, how do you know? So do you still ever watch it? Like, how are you still? still watch it. So they they try. Like, they're, they're, the, they're still keeping you up to date, bro. It, for isn't there like four spinoffs? Yes, it's been. That's why it's been at least three seasons since Rick's been dead. And that's been that's the three seasons I've not touched. That's it. Same here. And I'm like, listen. Same here. 
Listen, fellas, it's only two endings left. Wait, did he die or didn't didn't he just like he got bit? He like flew off on a moat on a helicopter because that's how greedy. <laughs> we're really off topic now. That's how greedy AMC Studios was. They were like. We might have a spin-off TV movie with this character at one point. Basically, a, a, la- a lazy cash grab. So we technically don't want him to die. But the actor, Andrew, whatever, Lincoln, he's made it very clear he doesn't want to do this anymore. But maybe in five years, we could have a spin-off TV movie special where we show where he lands in a helicopter and we can make a bunch of money off of all these folks that are obsessed with zombies. It's like... you. You killed them off, but you couldn't even kill them off. Correctly. Just get, 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 get out. Get out of my house. I don't need you anymore. Yeah, it's, I don't it's, need you anymore. It's, it's tough. I'm a, it got to end. Everybody needs to just get the virus, become a, <laughs> become a zombie, and they make the spinoff about the zombies, or they get the cure. A zombie sitcom. A zombie sitcom. A sitcom. Bro, they got to stop. This. Like friends, they'll go to Central Perk, but they're just sipping on blood and flesh instead of coffee and bagels. Ah, <laughs> oh, Chandler the Zombie. Bruh, Good, I did get it out of here. I'm glad it's not taking up my Sundays because it real, it real life. Man, it was, it's, yeah, it was, it was but it, it used it, to be really good. And you know, you had to choose either you watching Walking Dead or you missing an hour of Sunday night. I would football. just, I would just DVR it and then just figure it out. But not anymore. Yeah, you know, no, no more. Problems. I don't even have DVR anymore. So no, you know, stream. It's different. <laughs> 16 after the hour. I'm sorry. We got off track. I blame Mark Pope. ESPN1420.com. The Raging Cajuns right now are scheduled to play in six days. Six of them. At Cajun Field next Wednesday night against Coastal Carolina. Now, the Chanticleers. The, the, the Chanticleers. Chanticleers. The Chanticleers. Heckle and Jide was awesome, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've everybody in radio is like mixed up the letters sometimes. Oh, I but. can't spell it. <laughs> oh, I cannot spell it. The the Drew Brees Jekyll and Hyde. So the Cajuns originally were supposed to play last night against Appalachian State. App has uh, a, a COVID outbreak on their campus. Number of football players and personnel get it, so they have to postpone the game until December the fourth or fifth, Friday or Saturday night. Sunbelt Conference championship game was originally scheduled for December 5th. So then that game gets moved back to December the 19th. Then Coastal is supposed to come here on October 17th. Well, Billy doesn't want to wait 21 days between games. Neither do the players. Neither do we. Nobody does. So let's move that game up a week since Coastal has a bye and they can make it work. Let's play this game on the 10th. Okay, so now we've had the third game altered because of the App State COVID outbreak. Well, then Hurricane Delta decided to be a B and just get worse and, and start aiming right for Actually, us. Actually, a D. A D. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I was, I'm sorry. When I hear Delta, I just, I think sorority, but yes, D, Delta got it. So it started to decide to be a D, a B, whatever you want to call it, an, an, an A-H. And now it's just, it, it, it's barreling down on us. Well, you can't have a game of Cajun Field Saturday when you got a hurricane that's going to hit on Friday. So where are you going to move it? Are you going to move it back to the 17th? Well, yesterday, App State, still having COVID problems, had to postpone their game where they were scheduled to play next Wednesday on ESPN against Georgia State or Georgia Southern. I'm sorry, I got it mixed up. And they had to move that back to December the 12th. Now, Wednesday night's open because you've got the TV slot. ESPN wants it. 
And so now the Cajuns and Coastal are scheduled to play at Cajun Field this Wednesday. So that is the fourth rescheduling in the last week. All It all started with App State's COVID outbreak. It involved COVID. It involved the hurricane. It involved several dates moving. I'm just hoping they can play next Wednesday. Wednesday isn't that far away, and yet in the world of 2020, it's a long way away when it comes to planning a sporting event. And God forbid... You know, we, we we get hit pretty hard, and I'm praying we don't, and everybody taking proper safety precautions today. If we are not in a, a, a place where we can truly host a game and if there's lots of power outages and things like that, you could have Wednesday's game move to Conway, potentially. They're going to assess all the damage Saturday and Sunday and figure it out. So you could have another movement as well. There is a lot of moving parts. 2020, man. It's 2020, and uh, Adam Shuffler just tweeted that uh, two more positive tests uh, in the Tennessee facility. One was inconclusive yesterday, and it came back positive. 23 positive test results for that team. That that game's not. uh, 23 versus the Bills won't happen. Won't happen. Again, the offensive lineman who said, hey, I'm standing with my guys. We're just doing what we need to do. (laughs) You are an idiot. We ride motorcycles together. Why are you guys going out and practicing together when you just had an outbreak in your facility, you morons? Oh, so there, that that twenty three, Tennessee Titans versus the Buffalo Bills. Like fantasy is a joke. You can only dress forty six on game. Oh, I guess it's different this year, but it's like you you're missing a half amount of players you can even dress. Like well, I think half is um, personnel on game day. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Twenty three. Yeah, yeah. You're oh. right. There's not. It's not all players. You're correct. There's, there's, uh, there's players and there's non-players. But so. it still is like the risk of. Dude, they've got more players that have tested positive than Philip Rivers has kids. That's what. That's what. That's what it's getting back. That, yes, yes. <laughs> it is. You know that number. At this point, you're like Antonio Cromartie. Like you're, you're rivaling that man. And you know this. Um, and again, if it's what if it's the, they did have they released they haven't released all the players that have tested positive. Like, what if it's the whole O-line? Look, this is exactly what the NFLPA was saying all offseason. Like positive, te- positive tests are inevitable. Like, that, that's – everyone can agree on that. Widespread outbreaks are not if you do what you're supposed to bleeping do and not directly disobey the NFL's protocols and everyone else saying, you know what, if you have some outbreaks, go home. Don't come into the facility and do not meet up with one another in person. And then they all decided to go just hang out and play football at a high school because they had to have the practice. Because the Titans are going to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> God, what a bunch of morons. Because Ryan Tannehill needs those extra throws. Because, you know, he's slinging it 30, 40 times a game. And the ball <laughs> to, Derek Henry. to that man. <laughs> so you don't need no practice. Hand the ball to the tank. <laughs> Get out the way. Like, come on, man. All you've been doing is throwing to the tight end. Hand the ball to the, t- <laughs> hand the, ball to the tank and get out the way. Like, was it worth it, guys? Was it worth the Titans? I, I We talked about it last hour. What's the NFL going to do here? Like, as this number continues to grow, and, and, and the sad, they need to be punished because the sad thing is, if this thing runs I, through I their entire the team and they, like, maybe they force to forfeit a game, though you and I don't agree it's going to get that far. But, like, they'll probably end up having to play less games this year. But, like, once it runs through their whole team, okay, well, we don't have to worry that much about it happening again to us. 
And, and that's that's the horrible part about them, you know, thinking that because what about the long term effects? Yeah, you never know. We you don't know. know. There's a lot about this virus we don't know. You know so you like, yeah, let's all fifty two, just go ahead, get it, you know, get it over with and then That's probably not what they're saying, but somewhere in the back of Mike Vrabel's mind at this point now he's having that thought. You know, like yes. That's what Ed Argeron was thinking. Here's how you punish him. You make them trade with the Texans. Give them back to Houston, call them the Oilers again, and then you give Tennessee the Texans, but you force them to bring Bill O'Brien back and no. run the whole show. That's a punishment, is it not? That's too that's too severe. <laughs> Take my first round pick. Bill uh, O'Brien's gonna trade it anyway. Jeez, man. It's ESPN like, 14, you, freed, you freed him from his own punishment. I would have kept him. You they don't have a first round pick for the next two seasons, I think. Or yeah, yeah. For the, either they don't have it for the next two seasons, or they're without their first two picks of next season. It's like, man, you you already got us in in in, in uh, trouble, so you might as well stay a part of the trouble. I ain't gonna let you out free. Oh no, you gonna suffer. You you think, oh, I'm gonna just fire you because we zero and four? Nah, we gonna go zero and sixteen. Then I'm gonna fire you because I'm gonna get I'm gonna draft somebody else. If, I, I mean, I would say draft Trevor Lawrence, but they got Deshaun Watson. But, yeah, I'll punish you by making you sit on this horrible team, then fire you, and then you go. You ain't going to get another coaching job because you didn't win 0-16. But, yeah, that's going to be the full length of your punishment. I'm not letting you out scot-free three games in and still have to pay you two. I'm not, nah, nah. That's, he got freed. He, he's, he's, he's free. He was the GM and the head coach. And it was losing. He, so now he gets to take a vacation with the millions during the quarantine? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The grass was greener for, for Bill O'Brien on the other side. It's not a good job, man. <laughs> it's, it's not. I, I said this the other day. There were a lot of people like, oh, that's a great job. I'm like, no. nope. You, you don't have, have a first or second round pick. You're in salary cap hell. You don't have a stud wide receiver for your stud quarterback. Your offensive line is patched up. You, J.J. Watt is you a, the highest. Sa- you have the store. highest salary in the NFL. And, and, Across the board, like in, like team salary is almost almost a quarter of a billion dollars this year. And this is and you know I'll be jabbing to the Houston fans. It's like ha ha ha, it's a Houston thing. <laughs> you know the Rockets can't get it together. They always in salary cap hell. They can't win. Uh, it's always a piece or two away. And then you know it's just the Astros. You know it's it's the Astros. Yeah, Astros are winning right now. They're probably they're giving. They're giving everyone the middle finger right now. Yeah, they they are. Now, if they like, don't win the World Series, everyone else is going to give it right back to them. If they win the World Series. Hey, what I you told talk you about, about the Dodgers. Talk about, talk about the, is it Dodgers. What Boy, I that, told you about the Dodgers. Cody Bellinger robbed Tatis of that homer. I love Tatis, by the way. I was hoping San Diego would win that game. I told you, don't, don't you got the Lakers tomorrow, the game's tomorrow? That's tonight. Uh, tomorrow. Yeah, you got tomorrow, they oh, clinch. God. If the... It, Lakers win. Lakers Dodgers. I'm trying to tell you, Scott, L.A. is on, is on a tangent. That wouldn't be as insufferable as if the Lakers win, the Yankees win, the Cowboys win, Duke basketball wins. If all that happened in a calendar year, I'm quitting. Duke, Duke. I'm done. I, I could, you can take the Finish. Cowboys and Duke. You can take, all right. At least you can. At least, at least you're willing to admit it. <laughs> no, that freaking 3-4 defense, like – I need three major changes by Sunday. Again, we playing the Giants, so I don't care. I'm not even going to watch that game. Like, I don't care what you do to the Giants. It's Jason Garrett. 
And y'all should, it's like CeeDee Lamb has like a million yards out the slot. Like I, like I said, so I don't even care what y'all do to the Giants. You're su- supposed to do that as the Giants, so I don't care. But that damn defense, I need Tristan Hill off my team. I need Earl Thomas on my team. There were a lot of players in, in that didn't want him. Where, where where did he go where the players the were like, Texans. no? Yeah. They didn't want like, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? For. Listen, when – when a guy leaves his, he left. Earl Thomas left the field to come talk to Jason Garrett to say, "Come trade." For he's me. been he's been wanting to play for the Cowboys his whole life. His whole life. So his it's like, whole life. I think we should put him. If if no other time we needed him, we needed him yesterday. Like man, it was so. I'm like like the last throw that Russell Wilson made. If we had Earl Thomas, I believe maybe, maybe he doesn't complete that pass. Maybe. We have an undrafted free agent that was on a practice squad starting again. Remember I told you how they love uh, Heath? Got another guy just like Heath Wilson. and uh, Donovan Wilson. And he's okay. He's not supposed to be a starting safety for the Dallas Cowboys. And I love his heart. Love the effort. Him and Heath are looking at each other. It's that Paul Rudd meme, verbal meme. Hey, look at us. He's like, look I, at us. I can be. Who would have thought? Not me. Not me. Like. <laughs> Bruh, get him off. Get him off the squad. And then, again, Jalen Jalen Smith, like. How about them Cowboys? Yeah! Marcus Lawrence. I'm going to need see, some of that now, money see, back. Now, now, see, last hour you were on the defense. This hour you're just mad at him. The Cowboys have you very emotional. Emotionally, you're all over the place it's when the, the Cowboys defense. are losing. It's nothing. I, I, True offense. or false, though? They get you emotional when they're struggling. No. <laughs> I don't they, know, man. I'm more emotional when they're winning. Call the noise. No, emotion- you're you're trolling more when they're winning. No, no, I'm way more emotional when they're winning. I don't know. See, I'm I'm for me, losing is it's the worst, man. Like like in fantasy football, if I get a win, it's nice. When I lose and it's because of one thing I didn't do or some weird play in a game, like it eats away at me. For days and days and days. <laughs> like, I get, I lose sleep over it. When I win, it's like, I talk a little trash. Like, it's not a big deal. I'm like, yes, I, I might get this money. This is cool. When I lose, dude, it is just like brutal, man. I'm like the Chris Paul of fantasy football players. <laughs> I hate to lose way more than I love to win. I, and I, I I feel like that in Greg's oh, only, league. Only have one championship, something Chris Paul had. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I feel like that in Greg's league because um, like I beat Lane. Lane have whoo, Lane had me worried. Lane had me worried because I was like, if I Lane's zero three, I'm like, if I lose to Lane, it's not even gonna be fun anymore. Is that all right? It's the real talk. If the Cowboys lose to the Giants, what Oops. they're I'm playing s- Sunday? Where's <laughs> what are you doing? Are you just are you just are you just just going into hiding? No, no. That's when I gotta turn up. You can't go see if they lose to the Giants Sunday. This, the Giants. See, this is this the thing with me and like they're a ten point favorite right now. By the way, all right. See, that's like, a hell of a that's a big line in an NFL talking game. Talking to you about the Cowboys losing or the Saints losing, like I can deal with conversation with <laughs> while the fire's happening. You know what I'm saying? So it's like Saints losing. You're not gonna run off the timeline. You know, you're not gonna run from me. You know, I, if the Cowboys losing, I'm not running from anybody. But the fans that run and hide and only come back in spurts, like, okay, if we're down, like the Falcons game, 
okay, when we we getting our butt kids, like, okay, everybody's pointing on which they should. But then we start coming back, you start I, hiding. I wasn't. I was I was saying, guys, it's the Falcons. It's Everybody the, calm down. You know, <laughs> and it's like they start hiding. They start going away, and then it's like, okay, we won. Now what? Oh, that was supposed, that was just supposed to do. No, you keep hey bro, it's not it's the sport of trash talking. You gotta take your L. Or, you know, Saints loses. The oh, spirit oh. you just remind me of a line in White Mid Camp Jump where Woody Harrelson says something like, Man, if I'm ah, gosh, what is he? He's basically talking about uh, hustling someone. He's like, Man, if I'm gonna hustle someone, at least I'm gonna be honest about be, it. Yeah, it's like it's the like, best line of the movie. It's hilarious. Like the context. To those of you who've seen the movie know it. You're like, there's you got a trash talk. There's an etiquette to there's it. Like etiquette there's a spirit. It. You got there's some there's some sportsmanship to trash talk to it. You know, so it's like <laughs> I'm I'm going. I'm not hiding. I don't get off my timeline. You know, I don't. You know, end of the game. I'm giving my thoughts how I feel. Like I'm I'm not running. So when people come out the woodworks, like like I got one friend who's a, a Tom Brady fan. We couldn't find him for a week when the Saints beat the Bucks. That's weak. We that's couldn't. Weak. You couldn't find him. No, that's weak. You know, and it's like you ain't you. We couldn't. You in a fantasy group message, you didn't reply to, to none of that. You in a fraternity group That's message, weak. you didn't reply. That's weak. That's it's weak. like you went missing no. after the Sage time break. If you dish it, you got to take it. You know, but oh, just you know, this past week, he's like, I was like, bro, do I have to find that milk cord we had to make and put out to find you after Tom Brady lost? Like, don't do this. Now I know Saints fans was sticking it to you. But hey, you got it's a, it's a it's an etiquette, you know. I I don't I, I some some Sundays uh, I tr- I try to stay off of Twitter like constantly, like I'll I'll get on here and there during a Saints game to like make a comment here and there, but then I get off because I can't like can't take the overreactions. No, well that <laughs> no, I mean like I can't multitask to where like I'm watching the game. And the timeline, and like the kids, like all. Oh yeah, like, no, well, no, the kids. We were, we, that's, we, were that's we, the- <laughs> we were helping out with you know some of my in laws the other week, and I was in I was in Abbeville, and then one of them's going to sleep, but it's loud, so I had, had to put my phone in there to like put the white noise on, so I don't have my phone for like two gone, hours. Yeah, no, and then someone's like, "Oh, what the, how come I didn't?" See? I'm like, "Bro, I, shut up! You're not no, no, you don't know. <laughs> how come this? How come that? Like, you just stopped all at once. I'm like, I don't do it much during a game. Now, the if it's like a night game. And it's like not involving the Saints. Like everyone's asleep. That's when I'm like, all right, let me pull up some good, some good memes here. Let me, <laughs> whatever's going on, I can have some fun. But I, I can't constantly be on it the whole time because I, like, I just lose track. I don't know. I'd like, I lose, I lose my focus on actually watching the. You game. gotta get your setup better. See how I got my setup. No kids is what you're saying. <laughs> that, that's that's I'd say that's I can't major do it. Number I one. can't do that. I that's, can't do that. That's major number and one. And I love my kids. So you got you got one TV. I got situated to the main game, okay? So that's a Cowboy or a Saints game. That's the main game. I'm putting that on the main tube. Putting that on the 40-inch. Okay. All right, then you got the laptop I got on Red Zone. So that's flipping through all the all scoring, all Red Zone. I'm flipping through it. Just flipping through it. So that keep me updated going in. Then on the phone, I'm switching between Fantasy and Twitter. So that's my setup. It, because every time there's a touchdown, there's a funny meme coming out. Somebody, some, somebody's hurt. It's pain, it's joy on on the the the, the ends of oh, the yeah. spectrum of football. It's a pain, it's joy. So you got, you know, if the Saints got a, a noon game, something something's funny coming out five minutes after that kickoff. You ever put a funny <laughs> meme up and then you're like, all right, this is gonna this is gonna kill. It's gonna be great. And then like 
no one sees it or no one comments. You're like, yeah, I thought that was funny. You got to bring it back. You got to delete and bring it back. Boom. Delete and bring it back. Bring it back. I think you just wait a few weeks and you just try it again. And at some point, maybe the material doesn't work. The, no, if that happens, then your joke is just bad. So I've got I've got like the video of like remember the the, the Spider Man with Tobey Maguire probably came out like when you were ten. No, that's the best Spider Man. It's good. No, I yeah, like it. The, yeah, I haven't seen any. I haven't seen any of the new ones. Other than they Miles came out like Morales, seven or eight new ones. Yeah. Other than the the new new one, I haven't seen, they, they, I haven't seen it. But uh, I was in college when that one came out, and there's a scene where where Aunt May's like praying, and then like <laughs> she's like praying, like she's on her knees, and she's like. Uh, Lead us not into temptation, but yeah. then all of a sudden, boom! Like the the like room explodes, and she she doesn't like die. She like turns the around, goblin, right, busted. right, and he's like, finish it. She's like, deliver some evil. So I just oh, have so like I just have like five the five seconds of her saying of her saying, um, you know, and lead us not into temptation, but in this explosion and I like dropped it on Twitter like when the Bengals were playing on like Thursday night last week I'm like Joe Burrow every time he comes to the line because he's getting sacked constantly it's like this could be funny no one no one Nobody cared got. no one cared because this generation doesn't uh, no one like cares. that Spider-Man I was like but you don't even you don't have to know the reference it's like oh he's he's praying when he's at the line it's not funny it's funny <laughs> to me I'm just it's not working he's praying at the line and he's getting blown up every time it's not funny it didn't it's, work I should have just gone with, you know, some gif of the rock or, you know, a horse kicking someone off the back. Nah, of I like or. the one with Elvin that looks kind of like a, a puppet. And he's like walking. I don't know where you got that one. From. Oh, yeah, that, that one like, where he like dives into the back of the end zone or no, it's like, like some leaves like, or something. He's like jumbling. Yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah, it's like yeah, a cartoon yeah. version. Yeah. I was like, I don't know. It's got, that one's really clean. I haven't seen that one. Camara. Log on real quick. Camara was awesome. Drop a Camara gift. All right, get off. No, my favorite Camara gift is the comedian uh, Mario, the comic. He's like, give it to Camara. Run it, Camara. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've seen that one. That's that's uh, my favorite one. Like that's New Orleans, and then um, we got the the old bounce uh, musician that's like going crazy dance moves in his Saints jersey, like doing to get the gat. Like he's doing the full on nineteen ninety official get the gat dance that I've only seen my mom do. He's whipping the entire dance, but you know I I use that to troll the Saints fans. You know, so thirty six after the hour. Um, ESPN fourteen twenty and dot com. Uh, Troy, Troy, Troy Troy wants to check in with you again this week. Um, he he he, tweet, he he emailed last week your comments about Atlanta fans. Oh, okay, okay. He says uh, notice he's not even talking about the Braves. Braves to the World Series. Just tell Norman to chop on. Uh, they beat the Marlins last night two to nothing. Before you say anything, Norm, I just want to let Troy know and assure him. Norman is not spending a second watching <laughs> the Braves play. I'm just saying. I was about to say, listen, <laughs> listen. I could care so much less about baseball, like especially about the Braves. Couldn't care less, huh? Couldn't care less. Like go Marlins. That's how much I care about the Braves. That's how much I care about. Like they've had like what to rehash. Last week you said it must suck to be a fan of a, an Atlanta sports fan. Yeah, you're talking about people that live in Atlanta. Yeah. and their options for the home teams. And every sport, <laughs> like in every sport, like now the Bra- the Braves have had some good seasons. Yeah, I, I will hope of the entire city that one franchise has you know some good seasons. I but just, what I said last week was every every I know some hardcore Braves. Fans. I have a friend that like writes for he covers the Braves. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, I went to college with him. He's like hardcore and a good guy. He lives in Florida, but he doesn't live in Atlanta. He's never lived in Atlanta. He grew up. 
in Northern Alabama, like went to Auburn. I know people around here, like like Troy emailed Jude in the building, big break. All I don't know any Braves fan, and I know a, a I know a decent amount of people from Atlanta, not like a thousand, but I, I, I don't know thirty or forty. I know a bunch none of, of them. None of them root for the Braves. I know a bunch of Georgia Bulldogs fans, okay. and guess what? They haven't won nothing. <laughs> That's since Herschel Walker. That, you know, so it's like they they did they did blow his uh, just I mean overtime you got Bama on the ropes here it is and then to a boom ball game over over so it's, now that's heartbreaking but it's not exactly having a twenty five point lead in the Super Bowl and that's and that's your professional team so your collegiate team your amateur team is it's just it's not uh, it's not a great. Sports city of fans. I'm Troy, sorry. you don't even live in Atlanta, so I don't know why you're. I don't know why you're. You're taking it personal. Like, he just, I'm sorry that he's just. You know, he 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 just wants you to say I'm sorry, Troy. If you were offended, the Braves are fine. No, sir. <laughs> the entire state of Georgia. So it's like, okay, at least in Louisiana, we could say you know LSU's won championships. The Saints have won a championship in the know, 21st century. In the 21st century, like. I, I imagine if we had a hockey team, a hockey team would have won a championship. Hey. Yeah, before. skaters used to rock and roll. Hey. And I don't know about that, but I think that I, the, we got I, the Pelicans there. There, you never got into the Western Conference Finals. But I'm going to take us having the Pelicans and the Hornets over them having the Hawks. Agreed. So and then you know we are, we know we rolling with the Cajuns over Georgia Southern and Georgia State. So I don't I don't know. It's like we rolling with we rolling with Grambling and Southern over Morehouse and Spellman. So I don't know what y'all got. They got that. well, they, they got the Braves and there's no major league team in You know they got they got Magic Louisiana. City. <laughs> those wings, those man. Wings. Those, <laughs> y'all got according Magic to Lou City. Williams, those wings. And y'all got like the biggest aquarium, I think, or something like oh, that. I've been to that aquarium. It's nice. I know I've I've really enjoyed it's that nice. aquarium. That's, I went there like fifteen years ago. I was like, all right, yeah, this is pretty we, good. We evacuated for Ivan, I wanted to say we it came, it it was like and that had only been around for like a year or two at that yeah, point, and right? And I went to the aquarium. I was amazed. I, I was it's like, better, oh, it's better than it's one the in the world. So I'll give it thing to you. Atlanta ever had. It's nice. It's nice. <laughs> it's nice. They got the big like pencil building, dude. I was in Atlanta once. It's a pencil building. It looks like a pencil at the top. That's what they call. It. That's what the locals call it. I uh I went to Atlanta once, and uh oh, I'm sorry. Jay checks in. He says their soccer team's winning. Oh, it's MLS or is it? MLS, yeah. Oh. Boom. There we go. There it is. It's funny. Saints fans <laughs> troll Falcons fans because they have some shots of, and they, I guess they do have a good MLS team. They have some shots of their fans at a game, and there's like a lot. Like they had like good support. They're like, Oof. y'all got more fans at this soccer game than y'all do at a Falcons game. Man, what? Uh, Atlanta. So Ooh. back in 2003, I was in Atlanta. I was going to like a concert and I was going to pick up a friend of mine downtown that like was getting out of work. And I ended up, it was like a food court at the bottom of like some hotels. I guess there was some, it was like a kind of like a mall, but not like a mall in the traditional sense, like in the suburbs where you're like going and it's this giant sort of brick and mortar. Anyway, you got it. This is 2003. So like comic con and like people getting dressed up, like that wasn't, as prevalent as it is now. And I go like, okay, yeah. They're like, I'll be out of work in like 30 minutes. I'll text her back. I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll be at the Chick-fil-A in the food court. And I sit down and I kid you not, Norm, all of a sudden 
this woman sits across from me, but I wasn't sure if it was a woman. It was someone like, it was an alien. <laughs> and I mean, like, the prosthetics on this thing were, like, impeccable. Like, purple, this long tube, like, hanging down from their head, like, down past their butt. Like, I mean, I, I, I couldn't, like, I was, I was, like, freaked out. I was like, why is no one looking? Then I start looking around, and it's like, all these people, like, decked out in, like, these hardcore... I'd never seen anything like Cosplay, it. It like costumes. blew my mind, and I and like I started talking. I'm like, what the hell's going on? Like, <laughs> what's going on? And they 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 weren't from Atlanta. They had all traveled there because they they called it Dragon Com. Oh, and I was is. like, Dragon Com. I was like, is that a website? They're like, um, I think there's a DragonCom.com, but we they probably was laughing we at we travel. Yeah, I'm sure they were wearing like swords and a you know dumb you know saint shirt that they probably were like, who's this guy? He's this. Who are you? You're not from this universe. Freak me out. But, you know, they were the ones probably laughing because 17 years later, those things, those conventions, those way make bank, man. They had one at Cajun, though, like a couple years ago. Uh, 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 Comic-Con? Yeah. Seen them all up Johnson Street. Yeah, yeah. There's like various degrees of it. There's like some will set up like a little thing where like a couple of like B and C listers that like used to be famous will like sign autographs. And then there's others like in San Diego or New Orleans where it's like, there's a convention center just... I only wanted to meet the Power Rangers. Cool. That's it. Dude, one of the Power Rangers was like here. He was, that's what I said. That's so I you said. went? No, I didn't go. What, did they saw, charge like 20 bucks or something to no, go No, I saw the out? poster late. You know, I'm not going to yeah. come on my <laughs> feet. You know, it's not, I'm not, I'm not going to know when, when the White Rangers in town left yet. Oh, But man. it's like after I saw the poster like hanging up or, you know, I was like, man, White Rangers in Lafayette? Jeez, I, I, I would have gone and been like, gone. Little Norm loved Dragon Ball Z and you. What, what and happened? You, and and like, I never really thought that this is what you look like. But okay. Yeah, I didn't know. So you st- yeah. so you really don't know karate? Yeah. <laughs> Boy, have you put on a little weight since, you know, 20 years ago? Since 1991. Like you, 30 years ago? <laughs> all right. Uh, all right, let's take one quick phone call. Uh, then we'll take a break. We're up against it. Welcome into the show. Hello. Thanks for being patient. Hey. Hey, what's up, Kyle? So, uh, I'm talking to myself over the radio. You I'm not know, surprised. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, I believe that. I, I appreciate that. All right, go All ahead, right. brother. Go, go ahead. It? Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. All right. So, well, before y'all got on to the... I, I'm not sure what y'all are up to this morning. But <laughs> Neither are we. Like before y'all did the sh- before y'all started drinking the shroom Kool Aid, y'all were talking about the Falcons. The Falcons. And it was, Am I correct? Or oh, they're 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 still? all they're always on the peripheral. They they're always hanging around every show, yeah. and at any moment they could be brought up and laughed at. Yes. Well, the thing about it is, Scott, this reflects your true genuine ability as a uh, as a radio host and as an interviewer because you know I'm sitting here listening to you talk to Norman and you strategically picked out the only team in the NFL that Norman can look down his nose at this morning <laughs> don't tell him that he'll look what's down up, at Norman? everybody what's up? how what's you up? doing bro I'm doing good what, hap- what happened to Norman, there's a word called defense. Okay, <laughs> I, I'm gonna tell you right now. I don't know. I don't know what has happened in Dallas, 
but for the plethora and the wealth of all the talent. Ain't no talent on that defense. Oh, hey, they must be. Every I hear, I look, I get talent shoved down my ear holes on both sides every year between February and freaking September. Because we the nation's I get team. Dallas Cowboy talent shoved down my ear hole on, in both ear holes, okay, at jet propulsion freaking dimensions, okay, and. Every year, I'm like, what are these people talking about? Because it's national. You know, when you're a national team, like the Cowboys, you get national media coverage. You know, so down here with a signal bad in the swamp, you can't get those those airwaves out about them Saints. Nobody won't hear about no, the I'm Saints. Getting, yeah, I'm, no, no, hey, look. look Nobody look, won't look. hear about the Saints. Okay. That's, that's, that's okay, not, so you claim that's not accurate. That's is that accurate. you are a fan of the biggest bunch of debutantes and drama queens in the NFL. The biggest bunch of underachieving, low-life drama so queens not and an debutantes that ever played ball. So Drew Brees uh, not an underachiever? The all-time well, leader I mean, in passing yards? team at two and two. The thing is, the Saints haven't started off particularly well any year for the last seven, eight years. Oh, I like I like yet, how y'all find them they, stats. The, wait, the wait, Cowboys wait, haven't started. Wait, the, Cowboys haven't ended the year. Wait, wait, wait. What did the Saints? What, what was the Saints' record last year? They lost in the playoffs in the in the, in the first the first game. Uh, the yeah, they did. You're right. They lost in the playoffs. The playoffs, Norman. Think about that word, playoffs. You're in the playoffs? NFC East and you can't even. You're in the NFC East, and you can't so even me, make the playoffs. Tell me, what's the difference of one week? I mean, All right, not, let, you, let, not you, not you, bro. I love you. Okay, you you a good dude, man. <laughs> if if we could reeducate your mind and get you straightened out, you know, and, and get you 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 get yourself detoxified and get the brainwashing out of you that somebody obviously put into you as a young child. If we could do that. And get you on the road to righteousness, man. <laughs> you, I think you got a lot of potential, man. I really do. Kyle, man, I appreciate it. We, uh, we're up against the la- last right, word. Later. Go ahead. All I right. gotta go. All right, bye. bye. All right, you 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 get a chance to respond, Norm, before we take a break. Oh no, me me and we go at it every Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we go at it every Sunday. You, you, I love you, he he did it. I can't believe I'll do it. I'll give Kyle credit. He's done it so many times over the years, and it's usually to me where eventually I catch on. Like, he'll start with a question. I'm like, all right, he's going somewhere. Like, let me try to be a few steps ahead. And this time, <laughs> he to- I totally bit the hook because he was making fun of the Falcons, so it disarmed me. And then he just took that shot at you right there. Like, that was good. That was good. Disarmed both of us. All right, yeah, yeah. let's laugh at them. Oh, okay, there he's de- he 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 has a, a, a very... Uh talent at doing that because he, he start off like because he was you like get, you'll get used to he it got me but, with lsu last uh, week about uh, it yeah. so that's funny yeah, nah. but man listen game the saints got one game over the cowboys it's not that, that what's, what's it's one game. what does that have to do with the saints it's one game it's one game espn 1420.com will quickly make some week five picks right after this espn 1420.com i'm scott prather that's norman Locke.
against it the lightning round here as we do nfl week five picks that no one will remember but us tampa bay at chicago tonight tampa bay's missing a lot of players soldier field i'm gonna take the bears Norm. you go ahead and take the bucks i'm i'm gonna take okay now i'm on a fringe with this one because the injuries i i, I need to see the injuries because i know um they're missing two wide receivers that's officially out. But if Scotty Miller doesn't play either. His- Mike Evans, Scott Miller are questionable. Okay, Miller's expected to play. As for Evans, it'll be a pregame thing. Uh, Fournette, I think, out. is is out. Uh, Chris Godwin's out. O.J. Howard's out for good. Torres yeah. Achilles. I mean, this. I'm going with the Bears. Yeah. Especially if Scotty Miller doesn't play, I'm going with the Bears. All right, all right. Let's, let's roll through it here. Um Panthers, Falcons. I'll take Carolina, of course. Carolina. Buffalo at Tennessee. Not We're going to not do that one because it might not happen. Vegas at Kansas City. I'll take Chiefs. Chiefs. Cards at Jets. Cardinals. The Cardinals, obviously. Just, just the Jets. Eagles, Steelers, Pennsylvania Steelers. battle. Steel Town. Rams at the Washington football team. Rams, Aaron Donald. Rams, Asterix. Cincinnati at Baltimore. Ravens. Ravens. Jacksonville at Houston. <laughs> Houston Texans gets their first win only because they're rejuvenated for like a week or two. Oh, I always say That's once it. Jay fi- once you fire head coach, you get the win the next for week. for for like. But then it's short lived. It's like a short honeymoon. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Miami at San Francisco, longest road trip. I'll San take Francisco. the Niners. Indy at Cleveland. Colts. I'm taking the Colts. <laughs> I'm taking the Colts every week. In week one, it was like, how did that happen? But ever since then, they've Colts. they've looked good. Uh, New York at Dallas. I guess I'll take the Cowboys. Denver at New England. I'll take the Pats. Minnesota at Seattle. Wait, is Cam playing? Um, does it matter? It's the Broncos. Yes, it does matter. We don't know it, it yet. Look, it looked bad. With we don't know yet. If yeah, Cam st- plays, start him or stid him. Stidham came in late, and he didn't look too good to me, bro. Yeah. Mark Riffin, bro. <laughs> Games at Gillette Stadium too. All right, go ahead. No, take Denver. Let's do it. No, no, we... no, no. Listen, if I say if Cam plays, I'm taking the Patriots. If they don't, I'm taking the Broncos. All right. Uh, Vikings at Seattle. I'll take the Hawks. Chargers at Saints. Monday night, Norm. Who you got? <sighs> Saints. All right. That was boring. <laughs> we'll, we'll do it again next Thursday. Sunday morning, God willing. Norman Locke's got the morning lock in. Everybody, be safe out there. I'll talk to you tomorrow morning. Then we're going to close up shop tomorrow morning at 9. Only local show tomorrow morning. Most of it will be pre-recorded as we all prepare for Hurricane Delta buckling down. Stay safe, everybody. Beyond the Game with Steve Pelliquin is next. 